Hey, Will, like I normally do, I just want to take a moment to tell our listeners to make sure they hit us up on social, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, wherever you might see us. Make sure you're sending us something. Also, you can email us directly at AppalachiaMeetsWorld at gmail.com. If you get a moment, shoot us a line, give us some feedback. Yeah, and wherever you listen to the podcast, make sure you subscribe to Appalachia Meets World. It just helps our podcast, but it also helps you know when we're releasing a new episode. Europeans touched American shores, but but it goes beyond that. It goes it goes to, to all groups of marginalized people and how we we as a culture too often dehumanize. And I, I think that that's the connection that I easily found to Appalachia through the film was this you know this concept of dehumanizing people through stereotypes. Appalachia meets world, a podcast about place and perspective, but always Appalachia. And don't forget, Will, tonight's episode is powered by SOAR. Shaping our Appalachian region. If you're an entrepreneur out there, especially in eastern Kentucky, check them out. Appalachian meets world. We're back in the new year. It's Will. And Neil. What up, my brother? 2023. Yes, sir. Coming in hot, Will. Coming in <laughs> Coming hot. In hot. <laughs> Yeah, man. The New Year's celebration was was a good one and uh, ready to live my best life in 2023. Yeah, what do you do for the New Year's celebration? Did you do anything exciting this year? No, nothing major. Just hung out with the kids and uh, brought it all in watching football mainly. Actually, I didn't even watch the ball drop, the, all the coverage of the ball drop. I didn't watch until the last minute. That's all you need, right? Oh, exactly. They only count down the last 10 seconds, unless you're Don Lemon ca- counting down in New Orleans and just <laughs> completely skip it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I'm glad I'm not Don Lemon, first of all. <laughs> but uh, secondly, yeah, football was more interesting to me. You know how oh, we man. did. Uh, what a game, right? You got Appalachia in the, in the finals again? Of course. You got Appalachia winning it. Let me go ahead and say it. Yeah. They're, they're repeating national champions, Georgia Bulldogs. How many years in a row has Appalachia won the national championship in football, Will? It's a good question. All right, man. Well, uh, what you got in store for me tonight? Uh, this, yeah, this is a little different episode. We'll keep this one short, too, but we want to, yeah, talk about, I think we teased it in the last episode, just your New Year's resolution. Do you have any resolutions for us for the new year? Yeah, Will, I got one main New Year's resolution, and, you know, people – I guess everywhere might want this resolution, but one thing that I'm going to try to focus on is in all circumstances, I'm going to try to be more positive, Will. 2023 is going to be a positive year, and I don't need any negativity. With a world of negativity, I don't need to partake in it. I absolutely love that. I'm not going to lie. Like That is one of the better ones that I have heard. I agree with you. I, I, I love being around positive people. That's why you like me, right? <laughs> that's what i'm going to like the you. new me you're going to like me you're going to like you for the rest of the year hopefully so it's so easy to fall into all kinds of traps and and go down negative train in our daily walk i'm trying to remain focused on the positive because you know we're blessed so why not enjoy it that's that's a great one i think i might have mentioned last time but i'm not 
big on resolutions. I think they're kind of arbitrary. People say they have this resolution and then a week later, they're pretty much done with it. I heard someone the other day, they're not going to make resolutions, but they're just going to talk about the things that they aren't going to do, which I thought was a pretty good idea. So I am not going to be negative. (laughs) That's a good twist on mine, Will. Yeah, yeah. The only other thing... I will say that I would like to do in 2023, obviously there's tons of things, but um, I would like to get some more sleep. Yeah, you're you're not in the greatest stage of life to do that. And uh, the way that you've trained your dog doesn't necessarily <laughs> combat for that. But you know what? I, I, maybe mid-afternoon naps? I'm not a napper. Siestas? I, I'm, not, I'm not much on siesta. Can't Early. do it. I feel like I'm missing out if I take a Early. nap. Earlier to bed. Earlier to bed, yes. Okay, well, see, uh, that's what you got to do. You just got to find a way to uh, not be editing podcasts late into the <laughs> yeah. hours of the night. <laughs> I, will, I will work on that. I actually have one more resolution, Neil, that I'm going to try to do this year, and it's all about living free. I'm going to try to make that my, my motto in 2023. When I say living free, it's kind of this idea of just being unafraid of what others think. The Bible actually says letting go of your fear of man to instead consider what God would think. So maybe not to that extent, but I want to live free, you know, not worrying what about what other people think. I think also I want to live Appalachian. So live free, live Appalachian, embrace my Appalachian heritage, embrace my accent. I'm just going to live free for 2023. I like it, man. Free and positive. 2023. Resolutions, people always make them. Like I said, I think they're kind of arbitrary, but it's always good to have goals for the year. Do you have any uh, special dishes, any special appetizers for uh, New Year's? You know, we did have appetizers for New Year's and it was amazing. That's literally all we did. We decided we're going to fix appetizers. Whoever wants to come over can come over, but we're just going to fix appetizers. So some of our neighbors partook, came over and ate. It wasn't an arbitrary thing. It was more of a spur of the moment. (laughs) So we fixed sausage stars. We fixed buffalo dip. We fixed meat and cheese uh, hamburger dip. I don't really know what it's called. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that stuff's yeah. good. Oh, it's awesome with the yeah. red peppers in it. And yeah, and little, yeah. Get a little multigrain Tostitos up in there. Oh, yeah. You know, I got those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome. Had a veggie tray. We had some deer sausage, uh, mm. some summer sausage, oh, yeah. oh, a good. cheese board. We had shrimp cocktail. We Is had. Yeah, we had sliders. Man, what else did we have? We had a something else. I'm missing. I said sausage stars, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's quickly turned into my favorite. Just a wide range of appetizers all over the place, and it was awesome. How about you? I actually went to a party. It wasn't a ball drop party. We didn't stay for the ball drop, but went to a little party. And and when we, as soon as we walked in, the entire kitchen table was just full of appetizers. It was awesome. Nice. Oh, they knew you were coming, right? (laughs) It was good. They had, you know, the usual suspects. But when we got home, we always have this special dish for for New Year's. And it's an appetizer in and of itself. But it's just it's just Mexican dip. Not a whole lot special to it, but it's just so good. It's like a once a year thing on New Year's. Had a little multigrain Tostitos with it. It was. uh, Yes. Yes. And it has beans in it. It has guac. It has 
beans, all, all the above, cheese, all the good stuff. Yeah, it's a yeah. tradition, and it, it, it's really good. One thing that they do where I live down on the the village square. There's this place, it's called the popcorn shop. It's been there for a hundred years, but everybody, you know, goes to the popcorn shop. Obviously they make popcorn, but they also have candy for the kids, ice cream, et cetera. But every year they make this gigantic popcorn ball, huge popcorn ball, and they drop it. That's what that, that's what they wow. drop in the middle of the village square. They raise it up the flagpole and they count down toward this huge popcorn ball, which is kind of cool. They put lights in it, in the popcorn ball, wrap lights around it. And uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Very cool. Very cool. Everybody waits at the bottom for the ball to drop. All around the square. Yeah, it's like a big party. And all the little children run to the popcorn ball and eat what they can off the... <laughs> they, off they actually the could, but they don't. <laughs> <laughs> it would be cool. The other thing that most people do on New Year's is what? Drink. Alcohol, a toast, right? A toast. <laughs> I have a toast. Yeah, most do. I did not, but most most do. Most yes. have a toast. I wanted to mention that because we got a little surprise toast of ourselves tonight. We got a little taste test. A little holiday special. I like you know, it. During Christmas, we had our Christmas poem. We talked about Mountain Dew and Shine. Elwood was talking about Mountain Dew and Moonshine. And what did Elwood Jones say about Mountain Dew and Moonshine? I know you weren't there, but what, he, what he said, I don't know if you went back and listened, was taste even better together. Yeah, Elwood, he's a, he's a knowledgeable man. <laughs> he is, he is. We need to have him back on here sometime. Get a guest appearance. To his point. There's been something that we've been trying to get our hands on for quite some time now. When they started distribution, it was only in a few states. We haven't been able to get our hands on, but we got it now. And what is that? Uh -huh. Yes, sir. We got the hard Mountain Dew. Will. Oh, yeah. Alcoholic Mountain Dew, soon to be Appalachia's favorite alcohol. Uh, <laughs> It is we just hard charged, if you will. We just go ahead and play into those stereotypes. But it's so hilarious when I found out that Mountain Dew was going to make alcoholic Mountain Dew. I never thought I'd live to see it. But, you know, back in the day, because we were poor growing up, we drank a lot of dew drop. But now, in 2023, I get to taste test hard Mountain Dew. My lips are watering. Can we get into this? Yeah, absolutely. You want to tell the, the listeners what we have here? So we have three different flavors, Will. We have uh, the original that's, you know, the green classic can around the top is your original Mountain Dew with the alcohol in it. And then we have a watermelon flavor. Ooh, and we, also, we also have a black cherry flavor, Will, which I think... Is going to be my favorite. We're going to taste test that one last. You're calling your shot, Black Cherry, already? Yep. All right, start, start out with the regular? Yep, we're going to start out with the regular. So I'm going to crack it open. Here it goes. I'll crack mine as well. All right, you ready? One, two, three. Wow. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's pretty darn good, Will. <laughs> it is good. I was not expecting that. It wasn't either. I was. I'm, I was, I'm, going, I'm going back for more. I'm going to take another sip. I got to yeah. tell you, I, 
I mean, you can get a little bit of the aftertaste, that initial taste. It's dew, taste right? Exactly like Mountain Dew. It does. But yes, you can taste the alcohol a little bit, but you're right. Sugar-free even. Yep. No sugar. You know, it's almost as good as a dew drop. (laughs) (laughs) That's up there on my list. Considering that I have to admit, I'll play into the stereotype. I grew up on Mountain Dew. It gives a little nostalgia. I don't drink it much anymore, but tasting that wasn't bad. What are we going with next here, Neil? Next, we're going with watermelon, Will. Watermelon. We're going to crack the watermelon open, and I don't really know what to expect here. How about you? I don't know. Suspect. So this one, I just want to say good positive vibes for 2023. Cheers. Cheers to that. Cheers. Definitely, definitely watermelon. I'm not so keen on it. It's okay. I, I like the regular better. I think so. I do, too. That, that watermelon's kind of like a... Uh, Strong Jolly Rancher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For all those that put Jolly Ranchers in their drink. In their Zimas. <laughs> oh my my friends, my friends know who they are. You just took me back. <laughs> oh, so. Here we go. I called my shot early. We're going Black Cherry. Do you have a toast for us, Will, before we try this Black Cherry? I will toast... The Black Cherry, since it's your call, I will toast this to positivity in 2023. Positivity to all my Mountain Dew friends out there. There's a lot of them. They run deep through these hills. Here's to Black Cherry. Yeah, I called it. It's good. I called it. It is good. I tell you, though, I, that, that regular is a close second. I actually might rate regular higher. I don't know. If you, if you if had I had to taste the Black Cherry first. Let me ask you this question, Will. If you had these in the refrigerator and you walked by and you were really thirsty and you saw hmm, Mountain Dew, I'll grab one of those. At what point would you know you're drinking alcohol? If it was the regular, I don't think I would. I, I, I think, think I would, would just think it was a little skunk. I think you would think it was out of date. Yeah, exactly. A little skunk. Yeah. yeah. And you would drink the whole thing without knowing <laughs> Absolutely. That's why they aren't in my fridge. <laughs> I totally, I totally, well, that's why we only have three flavors today, Will. And why uh, is that, Neil? Because one of our nephews came by the house a week or so ago and I'd stocked up. You actually had, had stopped by and, and uh, given me one of each flavor. There's four flavors. I don't even know what the other flavor is, but one of our nephews went to the downstairs refrigerator and uh, stole a Mountain Dew. <laughs> so we thought so we thought yes i mean he is of age so you know no big deal but still he saw it in there and uh he liked it so on that venture yeah i did drop off some hard mountain dew for you but i also was going to drop off some benton's bacon that i yes, sir. did not i yes, just want to tell you i know we've had him on the show i know we've had his country ham but I cooked his bacon the other day. You got to get your hands on some bacon. Well, we'll tell the folks who you're talking about again, just in case they don't know the king of country ham. King of country ham, Mr. Alan Benton. Benton's country ham there in East Tennessee. I mean, I stopped by on my way back from Chattanooga, picked up some bacon, picked up some country ham. I was going to Give, get you some, but I still think you did it on purpose. So. <laughs> I, might, I might have. <laughs> I might have to get my own bacon, but I'm hoping to in the first quarter of 2023 here. 
Yeah, that should be a goal for 2023. It is uh, it is top-notch quality. I'm sure. So, Neil, you know, we've been going at this almost for two years. We've had some amazing guests. Yep. Uh, highlighting Appalachia, highlighting all the great things, all the positivity. You know, you yep. have this 2023 goal. We've tried to keep our podcast positive this whole time. Yep. We've kind of been doing the positive thing for 2023. And I, I really like where our podcast is going. That's why I want it to kind of translate over into the real world for me into everyday life and everything that I do. So I like the positivity vibe that we have here with this podcast. I wanted to mention that we are creating a Patreon account for anyone out there that would like to contribute as little as a dollar uh, to yeah. our podcast, just to help us out, make our podcast even better. Go to patreon.com, look us up, check us out, donate if you want. It will only help us extend offers and uh, bring on more guests and help us ease the pain of some of our, some of our content. So uh, if you could, that'd be great. If not, you know, keep listening anyway. Absolutely. But so, we got a lot of exciting things lined up for 2023. Is uh, Alan Benton your favorite guest? I have a number of favorite guests. Say that you're not going to answer the question you're going to dodge it that's well, i'm going to answer it no i'm going to answer it i've oh, had okay. a number of favorite guests i think all the guests are my favorite <laughs> there i mean we've had some really really talented really amazing people doing amazing work throughout the appalachia region one of my favorite guests i think one of i, I don't want to speak for you but one of our favorite guests i think was one of our first guests because of what he does, where he's from, and just his attitude on life was pretty. Are you talking about? Are you talking about? Himself. Are you talking about Dudley Hilton? No, no. <laughs> Although he is, he is one of my favorites as well. Oh yeah, I think you know who I'm talking about. Oh, I do. I do. I know exactly who you're talking about. Matter of fact, I'd love to have him on the show again. Oh, Yancey. Yancey Burns. Yes, sir. Yeah, he wasn't uh, not only one of our one of our favorite guests, but I've heard from other listeners that he was one of their favorite guests as well. Had a really good year in 2022 since we spoke to him. He was just getting ready to release his first documentary, uh, Reimagining the Indian. That documentary actually won several awards throughout 2022. We wanted to try to have him on today to kick off the New Year's show. I know this show's a little different. We're not really having a, a, a lengthy show today. We just wanted to talk about some of the stuff coming up, but... We'd love to have him on just to hear an update on his 2022, but what he's got going on going forward. There's no better guest, no better past guest to have on than Yancey Burns. I do have a couple questions for him. I won't ask too many, but I really just, just want to uh, check in on him, see if he's uh, been down to uh, JJJ's lately. <laughs> Get an update on Triple J's, see if yeah. it's still standing. Hopefully he stopped by January 1st to start the year off right. Absolutely. But, you know, like I said, Yancey's a pretty positive person. We, we, we want to have him back on. We, we, we like hearing updates from our guests uh, to see some of the positive things they're doing in the region. No better person to talk about that than Yancey. So without further ado, you want to get him on here? Yes, sir. Can't wait. All right, let's do it.
special guest back to the show. You, everybody asked for him. He's here now. It's Yancey <laughs> Burns. Yancey, welcome back to the show. Thank y'all so much for having me back. I sure appreciate it. It's always a pleasure to get to see you, and it's always a pleasure to get to talk. I just got one question before we get started, Will. Yancey, have you been to JJJ's yet this year? Oh, I've been to Triple J's, bud. You know I have. I, I went down to visit my <laughs> I went down to visit my mom uh, for Christmas, and of course I, I took her a bottle of champagne from Triple J's. And it's the oh. best wines, best wine selection in all of Culloden, West Virginia. If you're ever in Culloden and you're looking for a, a sparkling beverage, Triple J's. That's the spot, bud. That's the spot. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> we have we have mentioned Triple J's several times on this show since since you. I'm glad they're getting hyped because they deserve to get hyped. I mean, you know, don't don't let Big Speedway get all the Credits, you know what I mean? Let, right. let, let, let the little man, let Triple J's have some fun too. Neil and I ran across another New Year's Eve beverage, toasting beverage that we... So, you know, in Appalachia, we, we catch a little bit of rap from uh, our taste in soda pop beverages. So mm-hmm. my question, now that the world has seen it in Appalachia, have you tried the new hard Mountain Dew? <laughs> I've not had the hard Mountain Dew yet. I, I I've, I've done plenty. I, I've done plenty of making my own homemade hard Mountain Dew in my day, but I've, I've not. I've not had the, the commercial beverage as of yet. But I'm sure it's delicious. It's the nectar of our people, so I have no doubt that the, the hard the hard version is also delicious. So what you're saying surprising. is you you may have invented the hard Mountain Dew back in the day. I, I'm just saying, if you've never used Mountain Dew as a chaser, I, I don't understand you as a human being. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, you were like, you were like, oh, there's this delicious beverage that is widely available. No, let's not use it for anything. No, yeah, let's use it. Let's definitely use it. No. It's soon to be number one alcohol seller in all of Appalachia. I'm, I'm, oh, I can I'm believe sure. that. I, yeah, I can believe that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. delicious. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. You gotta try it, man. Will do. Will do. Yancey, I, I know we don't have you for long. We wanted to have you as a follow-up. Just just get an update. You're you're a documentary. We mentioned it. We talked a little bit about it last time. Last time it was just coming out, Imagining the Indian, really about the misrepresentation of indigenous people, especially in regards to name and mascots, but also just marginalized people in general. Can you give an update on how that documentary went this year and where it's going in the future? Yeah, I sure will. It, it was a great year for Imagining the Indian, the fight against Native American mascotic. We premiered way back in April and since then we've done about 25 film fests we've taken it across the country and beyond we've been into Canada a few times as well we've had some some pretty good success with the film uh, we ended up winning best documentary at Boston International won best documentary at Morehouse uh, won best documentary in the audience award at Sioux Film Festival and Sault Ste. Marie and then most importantly I guess I should say because it's uh it, it was such an honor we, we were one of the prize winners of the Library of Congress Ken Burns Prize for Documentary Film so yeah 2022 was a great year for Imagining the Indian um, we're very excited about 2023 as well the success on the festival circuit has led us to uh, uh, we now have an educational distributor so we're being distributed to uh to colleges and, and secondary schools throughout America uh, because that was the goal of the film is, is to educate and so that's it's exactly what we're doing right now um, we got some funding to, to to take the film out into tribal communities and communities across the United States in general. And then in March and April, we're going to have a theatrical run. So we're going to be in New York, LA, DC, Chicago, Atlanta, Kansas city, et cetera. And so, uh, yeah, it's going to be great to see the film further get out there because like you said, yeah, it's a film about, Native American mascoting and about how Native Americans have been treated essentially since 
Europeans touched American shores, but but it goes beyond that. It goes it goes to to all groups of marginalized people and how we we as a culture too often dehumanize. And I I think that that's the connection that I easily found to Appalachia through the film is this you know this concept of dehumanizing people through stereotypes and too many marginalized groups have to feel that. And so so yeah, we're we're proud this film's getting out there and. Yeah, we look forward to a good 2023. Yeah, definitely. I, I think, you know, we spoke in the beginning. Part, that's part of the reason why we started this podcast, uh, the stereotypes, the dehumanizing yeah. of marginalized peoples. So that, that's great, man. That, that's awesome. We knew, Neil, Neil and I knew of the success. Neil and I say <laughs> we are kingmakers on this show, but we wanted to have you back on to talk about that success, but also to see if you had any updates beyond imagining the Indian for yourself. So I, I'll ask that, but I'll also ask, do you have any New Year's resolutions? Uh, yeah, a little bit of both. So I'll, I'll start with updates on myself. Um, like I said, it was a good 2022. We, uh, we unfortunately ended it with a funeral, and that's how sometimes years end. Um, uh, my, my best friend's mom, Jackie, passed away, and and Jackie was a seminal role in and played a seminal role in my life. I was blessed to be able to give her eulogy a couple of days right before Christmas. And uh, what I talked about was how how Jackie, when I was a a little kid, uh, my, my parents split up, and and Jackie was this this woman in my community who was my my best friend Jeremy's mom, and and I can remember being in eighth grade the first time she asked me, "Have you ate?" And I remember just being like, I don't think anybody that ever, ever, anybody who I didn't really know as a family member had ever taken that much concern in me. And so I just remember her feeding me and clothing me and housing me from eighth grade and beyond. And, you know, she fed me chicken and dumplings and kraut and wieners and, and biscuits and gravy. And she fed me love. And I know that when I leave this world, one of the first things I'm going to hear is Jackie asking me, have you yet? I say that just to say, you know, life is full of ups and downs, right? It's 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 wins and it's losses and it's it's births and it's deaths and and it, it's still good no matter what. And but I, I say that because I went back to, to Lincoln County for the funeral and, and I was I was lucky enough to get to be there for a little while. And it is amazing how and I don't know I don't know if other people get to feel this because I don't come from any other culture, but it's amazing how when there is a death in Appalachia, it is a loss to the community. And uh, it's kind of indescribable how, how the community rises up to support you. I, I, I don't know. I, I hope other cultures are like that because uh, I don't come from a large family. I'm an only child of an only child of an only child. But I, I, I felt so much support during the time I was there for that funeral. And I, I think it speaks to what a family Appalachia is. So I, I it's describable so so yeah I'll, I'll say that as far as uh new year's resolutions yeah I, i'm resolving to uh i'm resolving to spend uh as much time at burns farm as i can this year I, I didn't get to spend a lot of time last year because we were real busy on the movie and so this year i'm resolving to spend some time um and so yeah that, that that's where i'm at right now i know our listeners can't can't see you but i guess another resolution uh, since you're going to spend more time at the at the burns farm you're kind of getting back into that true appalachian feel and letting that beard grow a little bit <laughs> that's right bud you know it you know it I, <laughs> gotta put I'm your game face on for the farm <laughs> yeah i've tried not to shave or cut my hair since uh since the dawn of covid so yeah <laughs> yeah you know this you know this indeed <laughs> Nice. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask you, how is the farm? Uh, the farm's doing real good. Uh, we <laughs> we're working on uh, working on getting the starter replaced in the old New Holland this week. So that's what we're working <laughs> on right now. So yeah, farm's priorities. Good. Farm's real good. That's right. That's right. So you mentioned earlier that you know educate some of us uneducated people. You mentioned earlier the film is going to be in theater form. 
Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah that's correct. Yep. You, you said some of those cities, but tell of our tell our listeners who may be like me and you know the only the only theater I've been to in a while is the Bell Theater down in Bell County. Uh, <laughs> so just explain to us what that means and how that comes about. So what it means uh, is it's an opportunity to get the film further out there. So yeah, we we were able to hook up with a distributor who wants to put the film out in theaters for a little bit. And and what's really most important to us, obviously, we want to hit those. The big markets, New York and L.A., if nothing else, uh, makes us uh, gives us Oscar consideration. Not to say that we we will win an Academy Award, but allows us to at least submit to the Oscars, which is a good thing. And then what's really important to us is Chicago, Kansas City and Atlanta, because we want to be in those cities where there are still professional sports teams using Native American mascots. And so that's that's such a big deal to us is to be able to to have a week's run in a major theater in, in those cities to be able to really highlight this issue, because that, that's what we've been really trying to do. And that's what the film does in general. So. So, yeah, that, that's why we're really excited to be able to hopefully reach some folks from the Chicago hockey team, reach some folks from the Atlanta baseball team, reach some folks from the Kansas City football team. So so that that is the goal. And and actually, the, the next place we're going to be prior, actually prior to the, the theatrical run, we're actually going to be in Kansas City in just a couple of weeks. We're going to be at the University of Missouri, Kansas City, probably a couple of days before the Kansas City football team has their first playoff game on, on that Saturday. So we're going to okay. be there and then we're going to be in Lawrence, Kansas, which is just right outside of Kansas City, which is where Haskell Indian Nations University is, right, right next to, to Kansas University. So we're going to go screen in those two places. And, and again, just trying to reach folks who are being affected by this issue and, and trying to reach folks who can actually make a difference. I mean, I, I think that that's, that's the goal of any social justice piece. And we, we were talking yesterday with actually somebody from the, the National Indian Education Association. And she was talking about how, you know, they'll do trainings. And the hardest part about doing trainings is, you know, if you reach one person, that's wonderful. But then you remember, oh, God, we just reached one person. You know, we, we need to reach a bunch of people. And, and that's one of the the real luxuries of film is that that every time you screen the movie, you can reach 100 people, you know. And if you can reach 100 people at a time, that's that's a pretty good clip. And especially as somebody like myself who, who practiced social justice law for a little while and, yeah, knows the rigors of reaching one person at a time. It's, it's a pretty good deal to be able to reach reach 100 or 200 or 300 at a, at a clip yeah see, that's, that's incredible I, I i have no doubt that it, this film will get some at least oscar buzz potentially <laughs> when you're on that when you're on that red carpet as kingmakers <laughs> yeah. we give appalachia meets world a shout oh, out or at least you know, a, I will. Tug, you know tug on the ear a, a spot on the nose <laughs> something <laughs> yeah you know i will you know i will of <laughs> so, course, of course. rest assured when you're on that red carpet will will see you live and i will hear about it like two weeks later. <laughs> reasonable, just, reasonable. Uh, Neil doesn't watch the Oscars. That, that's the difference in the two of us. <laughs> that's, that's completely fair. That's completely fair. Yeah. Well, Yancey, thanks for the updates. Like, like we said in the intro, you know, you're one of our favorite guests. Even our, the, our listeners respond and tell us that you're one of the favorite guests that we've had. Uh, we appreciate you taking the time to giving us an update. Do you have any updates on any other films or documentaries that you have in the works or anything you'd like to t- discuss before we let you go? So, yeah, I, I won't let too much out because I look forward to y'all having me back to hype the next one. But, uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, we're, uh, we're actually in the planning stages for the, for the next project. So we're pretty excited about it. I won't let it slip yet what it's going to be, but, uh, but I think it's going to be exciting. I think it's going to. I think it's going to touch on on military service, and I, I think it's going to be a a good one. I, I've been talking to some folks at Post One Eleven in Hamlin, West Virginia, about it, and, and they're stoked on it. So I think it's going to be a good one. So yeah, y'all have me back, and I'll talk all about it. Definitely yeah. will. That's a promise. Sounds, Sounds good. 
Sounds like a plan. Uh, we really appreciate your your time and everything you're doing and wish you nothing but blessings in 2023, man. Thanks so much for helping us uh, help you promote and uh, just being being willing to sit and talk to us for a few minutes. Oh, thank you all so much. I appreciate it. It's, it's always a pleasure. I mean, I, I know I say this often, but yeah, y'all allow people to gas up Appalachia and that's what people need to be doing. So thank y'all for having me. Thank you to your listeners. And yeah, just thanks to everybody in Appalachia. Let's Let's keep on gassing each other up. That's all we can do. But yeah, I appreciate y'all. Thanks for having me on again. Yeah. Thank you, man. All right. We'll talk to y'all soon. Well, I got to start to dance my man. I knew he'd start the year off right by going down to Triple J. (laughs) Never never misses that opportunity. Triple J's, JJJ's. I know I gotta I gotta get over there soon myself, but it's great catching up with him and honored to get a, get an opportunity to hear uh, all the good things going on in in his life and with his career and obviously you know bigger bigger and better things are still yet to come and will continue for him. Yeah, I, I know this is a different episode. It really wasn't a full guest. It was a opportunity to get an update from one one of our favorite guests, one of our past guests, Yancey Burns. Awesome what he's doing in regards to imagining the Indian as he described and all the upcoming stuff he has. Can't wait to hear about that in the future. Well, since this was just a quick episode, got an update from my man, Yancey Burns. I guess, Neil, we can end it like we usually do. Till next time. Peace. I'm up in the mountains again I'm getting lighter, the air's getting thin Now I'm facing down with a grin I've been in the city too long Sidewalks and buildings and singing sad songs Now I'm back up where I belong I'm in the mountains